the longer you wait for opportunities, like the right moment is never going to come. You have to create the right moment for yourself. And so I just kind of made a TikTok video responding back to this. Like the reason why my life looks so fun is because, well, it is, but I make it that way because I'm not waiting for the weekend to have fun. I'm not waiting for anybody to give me opportunities. Like I'm creating them for myself. And so fun on weekdays, I just, I made this TikTok and at the very end, I dropped that name and like, Quite honestly, I put no thought into it. You guys, you guys, we have a big life event to share with you. I have officially moved across the country. My dream, we made it happen. We're dream makers, dream chasers. Um, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Can you believe it? It finally happened. You make it sound like we're the Walt Disney company. Basically, we are because that's the business we're in, making dreams happen. But I made the 2,100-mile trek with my dad cross-country. It took us five days, four and a half, really. But we made it somehow, and we also didn't kill each other somehow. So you thanks took the for words your out prayers. of my mouth. It's like someone hooked our two brains together. I was going to say, and they didn't even kill each other. Um, mm-hmm. And for all of you guys that are on the edge of your seat, we are going to do an episode with Kevin. Uh, Ooh, yeah it's about time one of our parents came on the pod discussing the highs and lows of rearing abby and their <laughs> trip the meals they had the hotels they stayed in the, many the last highs, we shared the last they shared the tears and if you've been following along on my personal instagram not the podcast one but you should follow just go with it dot podcast I have been doing food reviews with my dad and let me tell you it's been a hit and a half Ooh, people are into it off every time you post one my mom is like oh my gosh did you see this you with Kevin it's so funny like people's parents are responding to me people from high school think it's funny who like know my dad like it's just like so funny I love it I I'm love telling you, you've been tiktoking it missed opportunities abound I know a swing and a miss I keep like in my head thinking oh this would be a great tiktok like I should take some video and then when I'm actually living my life I always forget to do it well no one can accuse you of not living in the moment folks <laughs> Yeah, I'm notorious for like not living in the moment, so I'm doing better. <laughs> Ashley, how do you feel about my move to Nashville? I think it's thrilling, and I'm buying a plane ticket right now, and maybe I'll see you there in short notice. Yeah, fans, if you care enough about us, you should uh, tell Ashley to move with me so that we can be together and do this pod and uh, travel the world together, maybe. And also, you should subscribe to our podcast. That way, we can get more sponsors, and that way, we could, in the outskirts of the dredges of Nashville, afford a podcast studio. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. That's the next thing. I think I haven't already looked up commercial real estate. Oh, I'm quaking. Can't wait to learn more. It's affordable (laughs) with a few more subscribers. Just you wait. So even more exciting than my move to Nashville is the guest we had on today. I think this was honestly one of my favorite conversations we've had in a very long time on the podcast. And we finally got on the TikTok queen herself, Miss Jenna Palick. This is someone that we've followed since the beginning and we've wanted her to be on our own podcast ever since we started. And especially since she started her brand phone on weekdays, the second she started talking about it, we were like, oh, this is our dream girl. (laughs) We need to have her on ASAP. She preaches everything that we want to. And verdicts out, she is just as vulnerable and authentic in real life as she is on TikTok, which was great and refreshing to know. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this conversation. We had so much fun talking with her about everything from, of course, the tea about Connor. Yes, we get into it, as well as just life in your 20s, life figuring things out and making friends and doing what makes you happy and following your dreams and finding a career, like pretty much everything that we could ever want to talk about. 
Also, TMZ exclusive, she quit her job at TikTok to pursue her passions and her new brand on With Fun on Weekdays, and that's something that we jump right into. Yeah, so lots of exciting stuff. We hope you guys enjoy this. Thank God it's Friday, TGIF. Everybody go to TGI Fridays for the fun of it, and uh, (laughs) uh, hope you enjoy this episode. Love you guys. Yeah, happy hour, happy Friday. Let's get into it. Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Hello, everyone. We are here with the one, the only, the absolute queen, new reigning queen of TikTok, Jenna Palak. We have followed her. (laughs) We have followed her since TikTok made her famous with her resume. And now she has fun on weekdays and it is a brand that we knew we needed to have on. So here's Jenna. Yes. Hey, y'all. Happy Friday. Um, Happy Friday. Yes. Super excited for the weekend. I know it's a little off brand for me because it is a weekend now. Um, I think the funniest thing is like, now that I have fun on weekdays, everyone's like, oh, do you have fun on weekends too? And I'm like, yeah, it's not just, it's, it's fun 24 seven, you guys. So you're like, life's about having fun. Thank you very much. Right. So hopefully y'all have, um, some fun weekend plans ahead. Yeah, Abby's hungover, Jenna's milking a little bit of a hangover, so we're here to, hopefully I have a hangover tomorrow morning, so we're here and we're ready. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, I think, honestly, we have so much to cover from anything from your podcast to your move. Today's your very last day at your corporate job at TikTok, which is Mm -hmm. a big deal, I'm sure, bittersweet, hectic, but you've known you've been leaving for a while, so not too bad. Um, but we, I kind of want to know, so I think my favorite part about you as a creator is how relatable you are. Cause you're quite literally just like us, like 23 years old, trying to have fun, trying to do your corporate job. And like, we're all figuring it out together. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you, so when you started and you posted your resume and got your TikTok job and kind of started blowing up and all that stuff, did you go in with the intention of like, I want to be an influencer or did it kind of just fall into your lap? <laughs> no, like not in any, not in any way at all. And I feel like that's why, like the, the past year of my life has been so unpredictable because this was literally never part of my plan. And if you listen to like my first episode of my podcast, my my plan was to work in like the fashion industry, get my job at TikTok, whatever, and just like eventually build a brand. And I just never envisioned the brand or the business that I built to be like myself. Um, so I'm taking like fun on weekdays as kind of that stepping stone in order to be able to like make new connections, to be able to travel, to be able to kind of like complete that last piece before I move on to building like an actual fashion brand that I've always dreamed of. So with quitting my job, I'm not, I'm not picturing it as like being a full-time influencer or a creator, but rather like a full-time podcast, a full-time brand. And hopefully, um, people realize that about me. Um, I know, like you said, it's just people, the reason why people feel invested in me is because I'm relatable and I do not intend to change that like in any way. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. I think people will see too, just the more time that I'm able to invest into, providing like better quality content and better guests and better dialogue and like events and stuff like that, people will realize that I'm not 
resulting to that like LA lifestyle or maybe the lifestyle of like an influencer that people think is unrelatable. Totally. Yeah. Right now, just you're building authenticity, you're building your audience, and then on to the fashion brand. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're going to take over the world. Hell yeah. It's a simple, yeah. simple, simple that's, as that. That's the goal. We'll, we'll see if it happens. That's the goal. Okay. So walk us through it a little bit. So your, your fame on TikTok or whatever you're following, it's growing and you're like, what am I going to do with this platform? How exciting. It's just kind of, it's all happening so quick. Kind of walk us through how fun on weekdays was born, kind of your thought process of what you were going to do to like use this platform for something bigger, you know? Yeah. So the overall idea was I'm very impulsive. Like I, I make actions based off of like my heart. And sometimes that is like, it's a huge plus and it's also a huge disadvantage. Um, so fun on weekdays was literally born because people would consistently message me or comment on videos saying, I want your life. Like, Oh, I wish I was you. And I'm like, see, that's the thing though. you could be because it's all just about mentality. It's all just about like your perception of life and the way that I was able to attain, like what I'm doing right now is by adapting this idea that like, Every single day is a new adventure. And the longer you wait for opportunities, like the right moment is never going to come. You have to create the right moment for yourself. And so I just kind of made a TikTok video responding back to this. Like the reason why my life looks so fun is because, well, it is, but I make it that way because I'm not waiting for the weekend to have fun. I'm not waiting for anybody to give me opportunities. Like I'm creating them for myself. And so fun on weekdays, I just, I made this TikTok and at the very end, I dropped that name and like, quite honestly, I put no thought into it. I mean, I've always kind of lived by the idea of like, don't wait for Friday to have fun. Right. Um, we cannot be living for the weekend. We are too young. Right. Exactly. We're too young and we're too hot and we're not going to waste it. <laughs> the week should be so fun that we're the weekend is our resting time. Than we are right now. And we're yeah. never going to be hotter than we are right now. I mean, hopefully I am hotter than I am right now. Like, yeah, I'm like planning on a 26-year-old glow up. I think so 27 is a peak. I think 27 is a peak. 26 is like the peak of your 20s, I feel. Yeah, 100%. Um, so yeah, it was just very spontaneous. And Final Weekday started as a hobby. And then as people were like, oh, we want more episodes. Like, why aren't you able to put one out this week? Or, oh my God, we want merch. Or how we cool would it be in our city? Like, I realized that people wanted more from me and I could only give my like listeners and supporters what they want by being able to put a hundred percent of my time and energy and like most importantly my heart into this mm-hmm. and when all of that was being split between two full-time jobs I wasn't giving people like what I knew that I could yeah right, you're spread too thin yeah and like fun on weekdays was just more impactful it was more meaningful I felt like I had more of a purpose than like what I was doing with my job at TikTok. And it's not that I didn't love my job, but there was just more meaning and it just aligns better with kind of what I see for my future. And so Mm -hmm. in terms of fun on weekdays, like where I'm taking it in into the future is I'm going to have my own podcast studios that hopefully I'm going to bring in guests into Austin or I'm going to go to different cities and I'm going to actually exemplify like that fun on weekdays. So I have more time to be able to empower other people who are listening to like adapt to that lifestyle and then hopefully be able to go to different cities and like host events where people can meet each other and they can make friends and they can meet like their future bridesmaid and um, just make it more into like a a big, 
very collaborative community. And that takes time. That takes a team behind me. That takes strategy. And that takes like my energy. So Mm -hmm. um, just being very like mindful that I'm doing all this because I know that it will have more meaning to other people and like it'll change other people's lives. Not so that like I can have more fun on weekdays. And (laughs) like when you love your job, you're always going to have fun. And I wish that upon everyone, but it's not so that I have more time to do fun things. So I can tell you the the fun things that I'm doing. It's so that I have more time to get the guests that y'all want to, to create like meaningful conversation around the things that people want me to talk about. And so that I can have time to bring it to you like in person, whether that's yeah. in events or whether that's like with merchandise, just all of those things, creating Funnel Weekdays into a brand and a community more importantly. Well, and people shouldn't I- be... I was going to say, people shouldn't be upset with you for exemplifying what you are preaching and acting out what you're preaching and seeing an opportunity and running with it and giving it your all rather than, like we already said, spraying yourself thin. Am I, I'm distracted. I'm not focused. Mm-hmm. Why are people upset at you doing your best with what you have? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Haters going to hate. There's always going to be internet. <laughs> I think you know what? I don't think that anyone is is hating on me or is being like rude or unsupportive. I think that any type of like maybe negative comment is coming from like fear that I'm going to change because mm-hmm. I'm quitting my job. And right. I think if anything, people just need to give me a chance to prove that I'm not going to change. If anything, like it's going to just um, – what's the word like deepen who I already am because now I have more time to just focus solely on that so all I need is just just like a few weeks maybe a few months to just prove that like I'm still me I'm not changing who I am I'm not changing my values not changing like my career goals I'm simply just like changing something that I do well, I never thought that for a second. That worry never crossed my mind. I always knew you're going to be yourself because that's who you have been this whole time. Well, <laughs> I'm I acting like we've that. known you for like 10 years. <laughs> I yeah, appreciate like, that. Ever Thank since you. I met you when I was 16, I knew that you're going to do this. <laughs> no, we are like internet friends. I mean, there's this like sense of comfort picking up my phone and talking to like internet friends that I've never met, but I know like know everything about me. So sometimes when I meet people in person and they're like, this is so weird, but like you went to whatever last night, like, Oh, that's so creepy that I know. And I'm like, it's not creepy. I think it's so cool that people want to like keep up with my life. So if anything, it's just like more humbling for me that my words and my actions and the things I'm doing, people are following (laughs) god our generation is so weird but it's also so cool how we're just like all so connected and it's honestly such a blessing but I understand to like other generations like our parents and stuff they're like I don't understand like how are you like friends with these people like dating apps like my dad is just like you meet these people online (laughs) it's like so foreign to them and I'm like it's just normal like I don't know what to tell you yeah 100% I mean I can't say that my parents have ever listened to a podcast before they listened to my own. Same, yeah. Yeah, not listening to a podcast, then me saying, hey, by the way, I'm going to leave my corporate job that offers financial stability um, to go do this thing that they've never even listened to. Yeah, so definitely like our generation, it's so powerful, the opportunities that we've created like through social media. And I love the whole idea behind fun on weekdays. I just want to say it like 
we preach on this podcast a lot about being an agent of change in your own life and creating the world, creating the life that you want to live. Because I think a lot of people are either paralyzed by fear or they don't know where to start. And so they don't want to make a misstep or something. But honestly, if you just kind of start throwing yourself into things and passion projects and trying new things and meeting new people, like that's how you have fun on weekdays. Like you can create a life that is fun seven days a week. And I, I just love the whole mindset behind all of it. Yeah. And it was never, oh, go ahead. I was going to say real quick, I am a huge advocate. If you don't have to be on a weekend in Italy with your best friends to have a really good day, you can have a really like damn good day just when you get off work and you go and do an activity that you like with some people that you really love or new people. Yeah. You can just have fun going to the movies if you're with the right people. Like it doesn't have to be anything insane. You can just romanticize the smallest things. Yeah, absolutely. And that's another thing too, is that like Fun on Weekdays was never built around the premise of having a nine to five traditional job because realistically, the people who has that anymore? Podcast, yeah, I mean, people are in college or people are in high school or people are nurses and they're working all hours of the day or you're a teacher or a hairstylist. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing during the day. It doesn't matter how many hours or what time you're working. It's rather just the idea of like, if there's something about your life that you don't like, it's a lot easier to complain than it is to go and fix it. But like yeah. also complaining isn't going to change anything. Nope. So yeah, I'm glad that y'all like the the mantra and like the idea behind yeah. it. So I'm excited to see how it continues to evolve with now, the, now that I have more time to devote to it. Right. I just can't, I just see this thing taking off so, so amazingly. And I'm really excited to watch the journey. I'm really excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. And I think it's cool too, because like, I'm not the one taking it off. Like, Y'all are the ones that are like also on, on this journey with me, I guess, especially people like you who have been here from the very start that like you saw me in college and then graduate and then move. And, and we're like all the same age. So like we're going through the exact same thing at 23 years old, figuring it out. Nobody knows what we're doing, but we're just like trying to have fun on weekdays, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. Switching gears a little bit. So we followed you on TikTok for a while. And we know you're really witty. You're funny. You know how to play games with your audience. Um, (laughs) Blink twice if (laughs) something's going on with you and Connor. Yeah, this is, I'm sorry. We know the fans are asking. We have to ask the questions that everybody wants to know the answers to. We are women of the people. (laughs) We are women of the people. We are spokesmen for the people and we want some details. What's going on with Connor? First of all, for those who don't know, she slid into his LinkedIn DMs, which is absolutely <laughs> iconic. You know, like LinkedIn, who knew? It's the new dating app. We don't even right? know. But yeah, I, just walk us through it. I know it's confusing because all relationships are confusing. Like we know boys, confusing as hell. But well, just I give just us some like, details. Keep, keep up to speed on her TikTok with how she met him. What's the TMZ exclusive, basically? Yeah, yeah TMZ exclusive. <laughs> the TMZ exclusive. So yeah, like I said, or like y'all said, um, I slid into his LinkedIn DMs like a few years back. And I used to watch The Bachelor, like, very committed to the franchise. Now, not so much anymore. Um, I just, I'm too busy. Like, I don't really watch a whole lot of TV in general. Um, I follow, like, the Bachelor T pages, so I feel like I know what's going on in the world. But anyways, I slid into his LinkedIn DMs a few years ago, and he never replied. He What did you slide in with? What would you lead with? You guys, I'm so embarrassed by this because I gave him (laughs) nothing to work on. He connected with me on 4th of July. And so I don't know why my first initial thought was, Hey, Connor, happy 4th of July. Thanks for connecting with me. 
You were oh, in America man. too, Connor? <laughs> like, like, what is somebody supposed to say back to that, you know? <laughs> I think I would have done a firework pun. Like, oh, I'm seeing fireworks already. You would have asked, <laughs> if, know, Abby, so would have asked if he likes Toby Keith or something. <laughs> yeah, so many missed opportunities. So then I replied again and I'm like, okay, at least admit that it was a fair attempt. And then he read that, <laughs> left me unread. And my last message was, Connor, one day when I'm a millionaire, you are going to regret leaving me on LinkedIn red. That's, <laughs> That's funny. <the> truth. <laughs> yeah. And I live by that. So then when I found out that he was moving to Austin, like last year, um, I really just saw it as an opportunity to like make fun of myself and expose myself for like being a weirdo, um, a year prior. So I made a TikTok of like, Connor, you left me on red once. Like now you're going to be my city. I'm going to make you my friend. And it really just kind of started as like a joke um, as most you know good that, things do. Yeah. You know, that like TikTok sounds like at first I was like, mm, as a joke, but now <laughs> but it's not a joke anymore. Yeah. I feel like that's maybe like what this was. So we, we became friends like last September. Um, we've been friends ever since then, but I would say as of like February, March, um, we started talking more and then We've spent a lot more time together in these past few months, and I would say that he has so much to do with, like, my personal and professional growth, and I really value people in my life that, like, bring out better sides of myself that I never saw before, and I think that he Mm -hmm. is definitely someone that does that, and so over time, like, the the more that we've spent time together, um, we just became, like, best friends, and I think that's the best thing about our relationship is that it's, like, built on the foundation of friendship. And we had such a strong, like, emotional connection that um, kind of, like, over time, maybe there's a shift where you realize maybe there could be something more here. Um, but with that, because we're such good friends, there's definitely a hesitation of, like, once you cross that line, you know, there's no going back. And I think right. people constantly want um, the answer of, like, you guys are clearly together. Why won't you just say it? And I think it's because once you verbalize that you're together, like, you're crossing that line and it's hard to go back. And like, I'm not saying that we are or aren't together, but like, I mean, we're not seeing other people. I think right now it's just more so like, this is so new to us and neither of us really know what a relationship in your adult life looks like because it's different. (laughs) And especially being two people who are like very committed to our careers. It's like, we don't want to um, be distracted by like all of the all of the things that people think a relationship should be. So I think for us, just figuring out what that looks like and do we see a future together and making sure that like, we're very confident in like what we have before anything is official um, because we don't want to hurt each other. And like at the end of the day, I think we just care so deeply about our relationship with each other, whether it's just friendship or now it's like taking a turn for a romantic relationship um, I love when it takes that turn. Yeah, it's kind of like favorite plot point. <laughs> yeah, and it, like I'm giddy, and this is the first time that I've truly been interested in somebody that like I care so deeply for in a way that's not just like lust, because I know him so well as a friend that like when you build a relationship off of friendship, you know all of the red flags before. Whereas I think now with traditional dating, like maybe you meet somebody online or on an app, or like you meet them at a bar. And if you're interested in them, you just automatically pursue like that romantic relationship. So the more you get to know them, like you see those red flags and maybe over a few weeks time, you're like, eh, they're not for me. Whereas with us, it's like, we know each other so well that you know all the red flags up front. And now it's a matter of like, do you choose to accept those 
because you love that person and you and like those red flags are no longer red flags they're just little things that you like about the person now so yeah I guess that's my answer um that I'm was really that. sweet the transparency <laughs> yeah, is so it's funny infectious. too because I think I lost a little bit of emotion for a while like I Dude, just kind of turned it off and became that's where like, I'm at right now. a silly goofy girl and now I'm silly like, goofy mood. Yeah, I'm just in a silly goofy mood. And now I'm like, huh. I'm starting to feel things that I like haven't felt in years. And like, oh, feelings, darkness, my old friend. I forgot. Right? <laughs> and it's terrifying too, but it is. I think part of like being able to share like a little bit, a little piece of that with like the community that I've created is really special. And so I promise you that like when things are figured out, if, if, and when like we are officially together or we are, we are officially just friends. Like y'all will know. I'm not. Once it's defined. On we're we're oh, here no. for the teasing. It's really, really <laughs> yeah. smart marketing ploy on your end. <laughs> we are along for the roller coaster of a ride that all relationships are. We just happen to be invested in this one. And for those who don't know, <laughs> if you're just tuning in and you're not, familiar with the bachelor or whatever connor was known as like connor s and the bachelor franchise was on hannah brown season then also made an appearance in paradise but now he's just a regular old guy and apparently he loves hanging out with jenna because why wouldn't you we like hanging out with her too (laughs) yeah i think too like i think he was just a regular guy this entire time right he just happened to be on reality tv right (laughs) i think most of them are Now that I've been hanging out with him more and I've been like showing the other side to him, people are realizing like, oh, there's so much more to him than just being on a reality TV show. And it's fun to be able to like be the person to break him out of that shell a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they really write that script for you. They're like, we're going to put you in this box and you're going to be this person on the season. And it's like, well, actually, we're all well-rounded people, but there's not enough time on Monday nights (laughs) to show that. So I totally. I definitely made him into like the sweetheart and. It definitely does translate to his personal life as well. He is. You're like, can confirm he is sweet and has a heart. He is a sweet guy. (laughs) Okay. Bouncing off of that, just making friends in general when you were brand new to Austin and now, especially because maybe, I don't know if you got recognized more since going viral and stuff and flirting with Connor, but how is it making (laughs) friends, especially if you are working from home or you start your own venture? Yeah. So the day that I moved to Austin, Texas was the day that the mayor, or was it the mayor or the governor? God, I'm so bad at that. Um, they shut Austin down. Yeah, you guys, I don't know the terminology. Um, so the day that I moved here over a year ago was the day that everything shut down. So I was like, shit, oh. I don't know anyone. I knew one guy. Um, and like, I'm still really good friends with him. But yeah, it was definitely a journey of like meeting new people, stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, at that time when I first moved here, like I wasn't doing TikTok as much. I think I had maybe like 50 to 60,000 on TikTok and I was not doing anything on Instagram. And um, a few people would message me or like you tag your location and your photos on Instagram or you're looking at like cute restaurants or things to do. And I think social media, people might think it's weird to try to DM girls, like slide into girls DMs. I think that is the best way to make friends. And a lot, almost all of my friends that I made in Austin were made because of Instagram. Um, also, Bumble BFF, it's not weird, you guys. Like, <laughs> I normalize it. <laughs> yeah, like the premise of going on a girlfriend date is maybe kind of awkward or uncomfortable. But is it though? Or are you just awkward and uncomfortable because you think other people think it is? 
Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's all about your perception of things and especially moving to a new city. Like it's important to kind of branch out, but also knowing this is something that I like really preach is you have to know what you're looking for in a friendship and what you provide mm. to a friendship in order to know what a real true friend looks like. Cause I think that there are two completely different friends. You have your weekday friends, you have your weekend friends. Mm-hmm. And so those weekend friends are the people that you meet with in a social setting. You know, you're not hanging out with them one-on-one because you're better as like a group, a dynamic like that. Um, and they don't necessarily know like the vulnerable side of your life. You know, they're just like somebody that you go out with or you do mm-hmm. social fun things with. And then you have your weekend, your, your weekday friends. And these are the people that like you are, you're calling every day, or maybe you don't even need to talk to them every day because they're that type of friend, but they know like the things that you struggle with. They know your insecurities. They know your challenges in life. Like those are the people that are so much harder to make in your adult life. And I Mm -hmm. guess my advice is in order to make those friends, you need to know what you're looking for in that person. And you also need to treat friends as like dating a little bit. Um, you know, if you're going on a date, we talked about courting your friends. You literally have to. Yeah. Yeah, totally. If, if you're going on a date with a guy and your interests and like your passions for life and your values and your future doesn't align, like, are you, but in terms of like with, with dating friends, like if with a guy, if you don't see those similarities, like you're realistically probably never going to go on a date with them again. You're probably never going to talk to them again. So in terms of friends, like if you have hung out with them a few times and you're just really not driving, like a lot of times it's just character and personalities. If they don't align, it's okay to not hang out with that person anymore. And it's not anything personal. It's not because you don't like that person. It's just, they're not necessarily what you're looking for in a friendship. And I think it's really important to have like people that bring supplemental value and meaning into your life. Because if you don't surround yourself with inspiring people, then like it's really only hindering your own growth as well. Yeah. And I'm a big energy person. So when people match my energy, I am super here for like keeping them around. But when people just don't and they don't understand or like have the same either like goals or values or dreams for their life kind of thing, like pushing themselves forward, pushing themselves to be better in every way. I think now is the perfect time to kind of be really selective with your friends because you're not in college anymore. You don't have to like play nice with people because you're going to see them in class. Like you're an adult now, like your time is super valuable. Quality and you need to choose only. Yeah. You need to choose who you're going to spend that time with. And I, heard something, be good people. I heard something recently that I thought was really smart. If you're saying you want new friends, are you actually looking for new, like deep emotional friends or just social, like people to hang out with just social bars, restaurants, both are brunches. Okay. Both are good. Yeah. But just, yeah. I don't know, knowing what you need more of in your life, more just social, not fillers is a bad word, but just like social casual friendships or deep friendships yeah. and then figuring out yeah, which definitely. one to seek. And there's, there's so many plus sides to both types of friendships Completely. And there's people who are both like, you know, those social friends are the ones that are like, you maybe bring out your adventure side and like your spontaneity. And then your emotional friends are the ones that are like helping you be more vulnerable and helping you express your emotions. And like, I don't know, maybe visualize your dreams and things like that. I think that a lot of times people put so much pressure on like, oh my God, I don't know how to make friends. Like, it's really not that hard. And once you so take the pressure. pressure off of trying to find the right people, eventually you're going to be able to figure that out for yourself. And so I guess my biggest advice of making friends post-grad is just um, being open to meeting new people, even if like you don't necessarily think that they're the kind of person that you would maybe jive with. Um, 
and like trying to say yes to everything, but also at the same time on the other side of that is knowing when to say no. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's super important as well is managing your time so that you're not just constantly going and doing things that you don't have enough time to process your own emotions and like your own stress and, you know, like life gets really overwhelming. And so meeting new people, doing new things, saying yes, but also like knowing when to say no as well. Yeah. I'm really big on knowing when to like say no or quote unquote quit like this relationship, friendship, hobby, even like job isn't working out after I've given it like the old college try. (laughs) Yeah. So for the sake of time, moving on, my next question is, this is a big one. What would you say some of your biggest lessons you've learned are besides like, aside from, you know, the making friends thing of just being post-grad, you're in your 20s. What are some things that you, you seem like a very self-reflective person, like very introspective. So what are, what's some wisdom? What's some Jenna wisdom we can walk away with? Yeah, I think, um, and that's like a really good segue is, you said that I'm like self-reflective and I think that is so important is like Mm -hmm. thinking about the things that happened in my life and thinking about what I personally did in order for that situation to have occurred. Like just being self-aware is huge. Um, Mm -hmm. and thinking about like this decision that I made, like these words that I said, was it driven by my ego or what was it driven by? Like, what was the motivation behind the words? And I don't know. I think just like being really intentional with everything that I do now, because I realized that like, for example, my sister lost her best friend like a couple of months ago in an unexpected uh, car accident. And oh it just, yeah, I, I, yeah, super, super uh, heartbreaking story, but it definitely gave me like a little bit of insight on life that like, it's so short mm-hmm. and it's so important to be intentional with everything that you do. And that's something that I'm working on too. Like no one is a perfect person. And then also understanding like what my own insecurities are and how I can do a better job of not deflecting my own insecurities onto my relationships and the people around me. Like, um, my insecurity, for example, if I'm insecure about the way that I look or, um, like this is something that I really, really struggled with, especially in, in the winter time was like, I was gaining weight. I did not like uh, my acne was like really bad. Um, just, just those things that everybody is struggles with. Mm-hmm. It was more so taking a step back and being like, am I fighting with my friend because there's actually something going on between us? Or am I just jealous of my friend because I, I'm envious of like the way that she looks or her mm-hmm. job or the money she makes or the way that people treat her. And then I realized like all of these things in life, are able to be managed based on your own perception of other people, but more importantly, your own perception of yourself. And I think that's like the biggest thing that I've learned since living alone, especially and living in a new environment is being intentional, self-reflecting, being self-aware. And then also like, I don't know, just keeping myself in check and taking accountability when I make mistakes as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge part of adulthood and growing up is taking responsibility for your actions. And I think that's like the biggest thing of maturity that a lot of people don't have at our age and especially like in college and everything. You just have to learn it the hard way. Mm-hmm. For sure. Being in your young 20s post-grad is kind of like being a little kid again. <laughs> You're just like figuring it out. <laughs> You're just like <laughs> learning so much every day. <laughs> your brain, no, so much information. 
when I was in high school, I would always think that like people in college were so old and they, you know, they're so sure had it figured out. Then you're in college and you see people who are out of college and you're like, oh my God. Elders. figured out. And now like we're those people. And I think about people who are like 30 and I'm like, oh, they have their lives together. But the older yeah. I get and the more I become that person, I'm like, nobody really knows what they're doing in life. Like no. everyone really is just taking it day by day. And understanding that too is like your perception of people is what you think. It's not what it's not who they actually are. Um, and being open to like changing your perception, your perception of people is the only way that you're going to be able to grow yourself as well. Totally. I saw this thing while we're talking about self-reflection. Um, I saw this TikTok about how a lot of people, since we do have like these online personas on like Instagram and social media and whatever, we can be very afraid of the way we're perceived like a lot of the time. And all of all of those fears of how we're being perceived is like a direct correlation to a specific insecurity that we have. Like, for example, if you're afraid that you come off as a bitch or something, then that's like a direct insecurity of you thinking that there are certain things in your personality that you want to change. Like maybe you come off a little rude or whatever in certain situations. And so that was very interesting to me to find out and to kind of think about because it honestly is really true. Like when you think about a fear of a certain way that you're perceived by people, whether it be in person or online or whatever, there's usually a direct correlation between a specific insecurity that you have. Yeah, that's super interesting. Like I, I fully believe in that a hundred percent. I think that like, it's so easy to, um, to depict your life the way that you want to on social media. And I think, um, traditionally, you know, people are showing the highlights of their lives on Instagram and like you're, you're face tuning your photos, you're filtering it on Visco. You're like showing just this perfect side. And I think that TikTok really allows people to show the vulnerable, like real side of who you are. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's such an amazing platform that like I've been able to really resonate and like build a, a community on is because I've realized that like I was showing this side of my life that I thought people wanted to see, but what people really wanted to see is what I do now. And, and like mm -hmm. the more that I post those things that are like maybe uncomfortable or out of my comfort zone, and maybe I'm like a little scared to post and put out into the world. Those are the types of videos that like really, really resonate with people. Mm -hmm. and that's what people want to see. So I think the more that you celebrate like those, those types of things, um, yeah. the more people feel comfortable putting themselves out there a little bit more. But yeah, social media is definitely a crazy, crazy world. <laughs> crazy stuff. And I, I love that you're so brave to and the way that you can be so vulnerable because that's why, again, you were saying people resonate with you because yeah. it takes a lot of courage to like put yourself out there. And sometimes even just like talking to the phone, like <laughs> seems really weird. You know what I mean? Like you're just like vlogging or whatever. And you're like, I'm just putting this out in the world for like someone to see, but like actually talking about things that matter and having conversations surrounding that and like being super honest and open, like that takes a lot of courage. And so I think that's why people are like so into the content you put out. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. It's I'm just like hyping you up. I'm just your hype girl. That's all I am. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yesterday I was at Torchy's. I was getting tacos before I recorded my podcast and I was sitting in my car filming a TikTok and there were these three girls that walked past my car and I literally was filming a TikTok and mid-sentence I started pretending like I was talking to somebody on FaceTime and I recorded it. And I'm like, what is the difference between 
looking like I'm on FaceTime versus picking up my phone and talking to TikTok. Like, why do I care? <laughs> it's so I know, silly. It's but we do. Different. We still care. Yeah. Anyway, I, it's all just a reflection of our own insecurities. I'd argue that Abby and I are confident people, but there are still some little things that will trip each of us up for different reasons. But we're like, oh, we didn't do that. We can't act like we're doing this in public. And they're both different for each of us. But it's just so weird and so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but like everyone acts that way. All right. So now... <laughs> Captain II. Now is our favorite time at the end where we wrap it up with some recommendations from you, our queen. What are you reading, listening to, watching besides your amazing podcast, Fun on Weekdays, of course? Plug that. But <laughs> what are you recommending to the people in their 20s to be consuming these days? Oh my goodness. Um, okay, so. I think instead of consuming media, what you should be consuming is quality time with yourself. Um, oh my gosh, that sounded so deep. I'm like very that tired. Is okay. as hell. I just thought of that like literally on the spot. Um, a TV so, show, that was good. <laughs> yeah, no. So something I've realized is I've been spending so much more time like just literally sitting in my car, sitting in a park, listening to music and just completely shutting off. And especially because like so much of my life is on my phone, is on social media and my computer and work, like you need time to yourself in order to unplug and realign yourself. Um, so something that I did actually a week ago was I drove like 40 minutes to this park um, in Lake Travis over by the lake. And I brought a blanket with me. My phone was dead. I left it in the car. And I laid at this park for like two hours. And it was actively thinking about life. It wasn't just like taking a nap. It was me actively <laughs> Just taking in nature, this sounds so cheesy, but like taking in nature and not being on my phone, not thinking about the fact that my phone was dead, but just like internally vocalizing my hopes and dreams for my future. Mm -hmm. And I think that has been the most impactful way for me to be re-inspired is like by my own, by, by myself, I guess. Um, well, that sounds absolutely lovely. That's some manifesting <laughs> and some meditation stuff. I'm here for yeah. it. <laughs> I'm not somebody who meditates either. I actually hate yoga, but <laughs> it was just like actively being being actively present with myself. Um, and I think that's something that I haven't done a lot of and I've been doing it a lot more. And I think that like it's very, you know, evident that I've been growing a lot like um, at least through social media, but what y'all don't see is like, I'm only able to do that because I've been growing a lot as a person and mm, yeah. by taking the time alone, like that's how I've been able to do that. And I think it helps probably you really got to be secure in yourself and know who you are and what you want mm -hmm. before you become a creator, because then everybody out there is telling you who you should be. And if you don't know exactly who you are, at least like for now, because we change all the time as people, but like if you're not secure with who you are and like who you are, that can be real difficult, I'm guessing. I mean, I'm not famous, but you know. No, no, you're, you're so <laughs> right. Like, you're so right. And I think that I think that is why people like maybe you follow a quote unquote influencer and you love their content at first, but then over time you see them change into someone else and like and there's definitely that, that's day. growth, but also too, that's also like a sign that people are growing into who other people want them to be. Mm -hmm. And I think being like just super mindful of the fact that I'm very grounded in who I am and my values and I don't intend to change that. And I think um, just, 
as I continue to grow and build fun on weekdays, um, staying true to who I am and what has allowed me to build what I have so far, um, to keep people around me supportive and also just so that I can uplift them as well. So I hear that folks, she's not going anywhere anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hopefully not. not. (laughs) Okay. Jenna, Miss Girl, you must plug yourself, plug your TikTok, Instagram, fun on weekdays. Where can they find everything? Where can they find you? Where can they follow you? My personal accounts are just at Jenna Palak on Instagram and TikTok. And then for my podcast, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple, or YouTube. And then um, my TikTok for my podcast is fun on weekdays. And my Instagram is fun on weekdays podcast. And it's already popping off people. It's on the charts. We're climbing. I love it. Yeah. Um, So the goal is, you know, to keep it there. So we'll we'll see. Um, We have quite a few channels now. It's getting hard to manage all of them. So Well, we can't wait to see where you go next. We had so much fun chatting with you. Thanks for spending the time. And we are just really excited for all the things that you're going to do with this new platform that you have. And also happy last day at TikTok. I know. Go have some champagne when you get done with your exit interview. Thank you so much. Honestly, I might have to, I don't know, mess around and have a few too many margaritas. I (laughs) think you should. I think you have to. If if I do do that, you will be seeing it on TikTok, I'm sure. So oh, thank goodness. <laughs> it was, Can't uh, wait. Thank, oh, I, I, I was just speaking over you, but I just wanted to like say thank you guys for having me on. Um, it's always fun to just meet new people and also, I don't know, have be on someone else's podcast. I take yeah. a lot away from this for what I can bring to my own show. So yeah, appreciate girl. it. Of course. It's been fun. Okay. Happy Friday. Happy hour. Go get a drink for us. (laughs) (laughs) Happy weekend, y'all.